this is not the best. Okay. Stand. What? <laughs> the stand? Yeah. This ghetto this stand we literally have literally college student stand. We are sitting in a college dorm right now. We're sitting in a uh, probably like 25, not even 25, probably 20 by 15 dorm uh, room. Uh, sure. Sounds good to me. It's really small. Yeah. So we're in a dorm, and we thought to ourselves, hey, we have audio equipment. Well, one of us has audio one equipment. One of us has audio equipment. Let's do a podcast. And I so, was like, retweet. So we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> All right. So um, we're thinking this is going to be like a movies podcast. Movies. Talking Nothing. about movies. Movies. Maybe our political lives. We're you not know. doing politics. Probably we're going to shy away from politics, most likely, because I feel like that's why we need to do this, to get away from what's happening in the world. Retweet. So, um, we're going to be reviewing movies, talking about movies. I think the normal kind of setup we're going to have is we're going to talk about the news, and then we're going to pick a movie to watch, and then we'll watch it. And then film right afterwards. Right after we watch it, we're going to talk about it. thoughts and our... our ideas about the movie and our deepest emotions, how the how how the movie makes us feel. But fun fact: I'm an android and I yes. don't feel. Yes. So. Speaking of androids, Howie, our movie this week is not going to be one that we just watched, but one that we saw about a week ago, called Blade Runner 2049. So we'll get to that after the news. <laughs> after the news. After these brief messages. Okay. So what do we have in the news today, Howie? Uh, so this past weekend, this movie called Happy Death Day came out, and uh, for all those uh, people who don't know what that is, it's basically Groundhog Day, you know, like the Bill Murray movie, but Love a it. horror movie, uh, where she dies over and, and over and over. Now I have to say, I saw the trailer for this movie, it looked like complete garbage. Uh, uh, fair point, neither Mason nor I, uh, or nor I. Heather Mason nor I, you heard it here first. Uh, have seen Happy Death Day. Correct. Uh, I have seen a review on it that said, uh, while the movie does look bad, it is better than it looks. And the acting by the lead actress, I don't know her name, uh, is pretty good for what it is. You know, mm. classic, you know, cash grab horror movie kind of thing. It got a 6.6 on IMDb. Which is better which than is... I thought it'd get. Yes, but I figured that's it'd be sitting at a 1.7. The guy who did it did Disturbia. The director, uh, Christopher Landon. Like the Trial of the Buff movie? Yeah, where he's stuck in under house arrest. <laughs> That's a good movie. I like that movie. I have not seen that I movie. thought it, it's like it's like pretty average, but it's funny. Oh, and okay. it's good. It's a little good. Well, um, and he also wrote Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, that was not a good movie. <laughs> I have seen that movie. That is not good. Um... <laughs> So, over this past weekend, it made $26.4 million, Which is decent. Which is decent, looking at its budget. The budget was like four and some change. So, oh, okay. it basically uh, quadrupled its budget. That's on, pretty good. On its opening weekend, it's really good. And, and it um, came out... Well, okay, so right now it's October. Today it's the 15th of October. Wow. And it came out on Friday, October 13th. So, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, October, people are in the mood for Halloween movies... I know you know, it, it makes sense that it, it did reasonably well. Yes. And um, so, like, its competition this weekend was Blade Runner 2049. Yep. Which is a great movie. A-plus movie. We'll get on to that later. Get to that. 
And then uh, The Foreigner with Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan. How was that? That only made uh, 12 million. 12.8. 12.8 million. But it has an A minus on like... uh, On the news source which I use, which is uh, Cinema... What the... (laughs) What did I write? (laughs) IMDb gave it a 7.4. Okay. Yeah, so apparently, uh, I, I also saw a review on that from the YouTuber Jeremy Johns. Mm-hmm. Check him out, he's a good dude. Uh, he gave, he said there's a lot less Jackie Chan in the movie than you like. Oh. Yeah, and but Jackie <coughs> Chan apparently is phenomenal in that movie, like acting-wise. Oh, okay. I heard somewhere he's like the number one highest paid actor in all of Hollywood or I something. I bet, yeah. Which was surprising to me at first, but then I kind of thought about it. I was like, I could kind of see that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. Okay, hold on. So Martin Campbell directed it, The oh, Foreigner. Okay. Who is famous for Casino Royale, the Daniel Craig one, which I can get behind. There's only one Casino Royale. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I, did, I thought... No, there's older one. There's an older one. I'm pretty sure there's an older one. I'll get to that in a second. But he also did the... Uh, disgusting Green Lantern movie. Yikes. With Ryan Reynolds. I've seen that movie. Mm. I don't like it. Blake Lively's in that movie, which makes it better. Than it is, a, but yeah. a little. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Well, we can get back to that. Anyway, so uh, up and coming this week, Friday, five movies come out. Uh, Medea 2. The yes. Medea Halloween. <laughs> second one of that. Uh, the Snowman, which you said doesn't look I saw a review that said it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So, and then Only the Brave, which is uh, Miles Teller. Uh, yeah. Josh Brolin and Jeff Bridges. It, yeah, it had a great uh, cast. It's about uh, like fire, like uh, forest firefighters. I had barely heard of this movie. Uh, in California? Yeah. Um, which, it looks good. I haven't seen the trailer, actually. Even. I've seen the trailer. It's... It's not a remarkable. Trailer. I'm looking at a picture of Josh Brolin in the movie. Well, I mean, and he looks like he, like he's got these like almost Harry Potter glasses, mm-hmm. and he looks really dirty. He just does not look at all like Josh Brolin. You mean sexy? Uh, I do mean sexy. Okay. Uh, Geostorm also comes out. Oh my! Here we go. Here is a movie where we have given up on all forms of logic and decided, hey, I what just... if we could control the weather? I just want to know why Andy Garcia is in the movie. I want to know how this movie got past the writing stage. Retweet. <laughs> uh, the, the, the special effects in the commercials alone look disgusting. There's uh, one scene where five tornadoes come down from the sky within three seconds, and it just looks like it was done in, like, 2008. Hmm. <laughs> before 2012? Yeah, before the, the 2012 movie. Before that movie. When did that come out? 2009, I think? I think 2009. Uh, okay, and then also... Yep, 2009. Uh, the movie, it's a quote-unquote inspirational drama, same kind of different as me. Wow. Uh, I don't know what that's about. Who said that? Cinema Blend. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, sounds that's, like a hoot. Okay, and that's all like kind of like box office things we have for this week. Okay. Uh, my next story uh, is about... My boy, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis? DDL? Yeah. So, this up-and-coming movie is called Phantom Thread, uh, directed by Paul Anderson. Do you know who that is? What did he do again? There Will Be Blood. 
Oh, yes. So, the the pear, like, I'm really excited for it. We've got a recipe uh, for a good flick. I, but it's really sad, though, because this is Daniel Day-Lewis' last movie. What? Before he retires, yes. He's retiring? Mm-hmm. Well, he better do a good job in this last movie. I think he's movie. earned it, to be honest. I mean, I am never against Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay, so do you want me to read, to, uh, read the synopsis for you? I would, I would love you to. What's the movie called again? Phantom Thread. The Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, this movie, quote-unquote, illuminates the life behind the curtain of an uncompromising dressmaker commissioned by royalty and high society. End quote. That doesn't sound terribly exciting. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, so, apparently, uh, it's set in the 1950s in London. Okay. Um, he plays, like, a tailor, I think. Sounds There's like really it. not much like known about it um but i mean like it's paul anderson and daniel Day yeah so it's it right. sounds promising hey we're still gonna see it uh-huh uh it's released christmas of this year oh this year this year wow 2017 and well i mean literally that's all we know about it interesting yes Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to keep our eyes peeled for that. Has there even been a trailer for it yet? No. That's surprising. Okay. Well, there might have been a trailer. I don't know. I don't. I have, I have not heard, heard, of, this heard movie. of this no. movie. I literally when I googled, I googled interesting movie news. By the way, um, <laughs> that's how prepared we are. <laughs> yes. Uh, and this was like uh, one of the articles on on the website I used, which is Cinema Blend. Cinema Blend. Uh, the unofficial sponsor of yelling at movies. Yes. Also, IMDb, because I've been looking at IMDb for every single thing you've told me about in the past ten minutes. Can you double-check that? It's getting released this year. I will double-check that. Because I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm, I would be shocked if it was this year, since there's been, like, nothing about it. Hold on. Phantom Thread is in post-production, set for a release in 2017. There you go. Yeah, as we said, it's October fifteenth. Oh, it's dropping in popularity on the viewed on IMDb. What Phantom Thread? Yep. Oh, well, that's it's bad. it's supposed to be in yep Christmas Day, December twenty fifth. I almost said January twenty fifth. That's not right. That's. You want some Daniel Day Lewis trivia? Sure. So, Gangs of New York, two thousand two. Classic. Classic. I've actually only seen half the movie, and it's killing me. I need to. They have it on Netflix right now. I'm going to finish it soon. Mm. Anyways, um, Daniel Day Lewis played the butcher, Bill the Bill the butcher, Bill the butcher. And in order to get angry and in in the self righteous frame of mind, as he puts it, for shooting Gangs of New York, Mm -hmm. he listened to Eminem on set, (laughs) (laughs) just like on repeat or something. Oh man, Slim Shady. From 2000 <laughs> to Slim Shady. That's so great. Oh, Let's man. see, what, 2002? Man, that seems like a long time ago. We were three. I don't remember it. Yes. Got some more trivia? No. No, no more trivia? Wait, no, I do. Ready? No. This is going to blow your mind. Oh, I don't want my mind to be blown. Daniel Day-Lewis... <laughs> Has dual citizenship between... Here, you guess. What are the two places he has? Well, obviously the United States. Okay. I'm going to say 
Transylvania. Okay, neither of those are right. What? Yeah. <laughs> United Kingdom. Okay. Ireland. Okay, isn't he British? I guess. He's either no, British yeah, or he's, Irish. He's British. <laughs> or he's... He, he, whirled, he ruled over us at one period of time. That's true. But, yeah. And he's also a supporter of the Millwall Football Club. That's a soccer club, I think? I think so. Um, I'm not that Man. familiar with uh, overseas soccer. The important thing is he's a supporter of it, though. Yeah. He's he, not He's not anti-Millwall he's Football He's not a club. hater. Okay. He, he, he played Lincoln. He can't be a hater. He can't be a hater. Well, Man that's, that's wrong. That's wrong, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Blade Runner 2049. You ready to talk about it? I mean, when am I not ready to talk about it? Honestly, we saw this movie. Okay, let's back up. We went and saw this movie with some friends, <laughs> and we saw it at Dolby, in a Dolby theater, which has, like, really good audio and a pretty big screen. Not IMAX screen, but it's pretty close. And it was great. The only problem was... We walked into the theater, and we walk up to the door to, like, the specific uh, theater that it's showing, um, and <laughs> there's a sign on the door that says, like, our apologies, the air conditioning unit in this theater is currently not working. We're sorry for the inconvenience. Mind you that, uh, so it's, like, we, it's in Baltimore, Maryland kind of area. Columbia. Columbia, 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 Maryland, which is, like, mm-hmm. south of Baltimore, and... It was about 80 degrees that day. It wasn't that cold. It wasn't that hot. Sure. Yeah, because we were driving over and our friend had the AC turned up to 80 and we're like, can we put the windows down? It's colder outside. Yes. Uh, so it was, what, 75? It was a cooler day. Yeah, 70, so 70, 70. It was still yeah. warm. Yeah. It was still, the the room was really hot. We walked we into the theater. It was probably legitimately 85 degrees in there. Yes, and we're all in, like, hoodies. And we definitely took all of our hoodies off because it was so hot. It was also a very late showing. Oh, is that, uh, so Blade Runner 2049 is two two hours and 50 minutes? Runtime, two hours and 44 minutes. Approximately mm-hmm. two hours and 50 minutes. And it was an 11 o'clock showing, so we didn't get out of the movie until, like, two. It was, like, two. And then we have a half-hour drive back to our college. Yes, uh... But, I mean, A-plus movie, it was worth every bit of pain we suffered through. It was so great. Okay, so first thing I want to talk about... Actually, hold on. Let's let's give a brief description of it, if somebody doesn't necessarily know. Okay, so the synopsis is written on IMDb as, A young Blade Runner's discovery of a long-buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for 30 years. Okay, so the original Blade Runner, which was just called Blade Runner, came out in 1982, and it took place in 2019. 2019. And this one obviously takes place in 2049. So it's 35 years in current real time, time, real time, but it's 30 years later in the movie. Mm-hmm. And can we say funny. the original Blade Runner by Ridley Scott, amazing, Phenomenal. visionary movie, such as like a so classic. ahead of its time. Yeah, it's ahead of its time. Phenomenal. Definitely check both of them out. And but watch I would the original say first. that this movie is an excellent sequel to mm-hmm. that movie. It takes place in the same world, and you can tell it's the same mm-hmm. world. But it does have that difference, and you feel that slight difference of the progress of thirty years. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it was overdone or underdone. It still paid respect to the old movie, and I thought it did a great job of that. Yeah, it's like the national progression of that world mm-hmm. that Ridley Scott built. Exactly. And there's still the classic, you know sponsorships 
Pan Am's yep. in here. Atari was in there Atari, real quick. R.I.P. Yep. for Atari. Yep. Can we get a rip? Um, and also, what else? There was some other stuff. There's some remember. Coke stuff, but Coke oh, is yeah. doing well. Coke is still thriving. <laughs> okay, so. Um, also, the cocaine business is still thriving. If you yeah. guys want to get into it. <laughs> yes, in in the movie. Yes, there's a lot of drugs. Um, okay, so I've talked to a couple people about this movie that have seen it. And the one beef that I've talked to, everybody who I've talked to about it, they've all said that the movie is too long. Mm. Now, it had, like we said, two hour, 44 minute runtime. I felt it was, I felt like it should have been longer, to be perfectly honest. I, uh, I was, yeah. like, captivated. I was fully captivated. I thought it was definitely a slow paced film, definitely. but it's not necessarily it's bad. It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, but it was so good. I thought it was consistent throughout the entire movie. It was it like it's a long movie. It's a it's a commitment to watch it all of it in one sitting. But I did feel it was totally worth it, and I I personally didn't feel like it was too long. The um, extended like shots that the, okay the director so he's a French director. I can't say his name pro- properly, but it's like Denis Villeneuve or something along that. I'm so sorry, Villeneuve. Denis. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. We're just going to call him Denny because he's our boy. Yes, our boy Denny. Um, we're just going to call him Denny. His style of film, he's done other movies, uh, Prisoners, Sicario. He just had one called Arrival with uh, Amy Adams very recently, last year, I think. Um, and, yeah. And so it was... Didn't that win Best Picture? No, it was. I think it was nominated for Best Picture, nominated. but uh, <laughs> um, what was it that won? It was La La Land that won, and then oh, Moonlight. Moonlight yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole Oscar fiasco. Hopefully, they'll you know get that. Who did that? Time. Was that Steve Harvey? I guess no. That was Steve Harvey was Miss America. I know, <laughs> or no Miss Universe, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was so funny. Okay, so... It would have been funnier if Steve Harvey was If Steve Harvey was the guy that announced it. He's like, not again. <laughs> He's like, oh lord. Classic. But, but yeah, I, I have seen Sicario mm-hmm. and Arrival, and I felt they were, I feel like they're both fantastic works of art. And oh, everything. yeah. Uh, you've seen Prisoners, correct? I've seen most of uh, Denny's films, actually. He has, like, So, update, seven? Mason has a crush on Denny. I do have a crush on Denny. He has a, I think it was a French film, uh, Incendie or something, I think it's called. Yeah. It came out in 2010, and it's it's not in English, but it's, like, really good, and the twists in it are crazy. It always keeps you guessing. But anyways, what we're getting to say is, like, all of his films are very slow-paced, and he does that on purpose. We watched this really cool YouTube video that talked about his um, styles of how he films and how yeah. he shoots, and it was very good. It's um YouTube channel Screen Prism, I think. I think so. Uh, I found it in class one day because I was bored. Mm-hmm. Um Got him. Uh, I well, I wasn't in class. I was waiting for my class to start. But uh, it was a very uh, good film from a very good YouTube channel, Screen Prism. I, if you like Game of Thrones, they have a, a series on those. It's check them out. They're great. So great. we're not sponsored. We're trying to be though. Trying to be sponsored. Pay us. Yep. We're broke. We're in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just thought he did a great job. Okay, let's talk about the cinematography in it. It's just. One of the most beautiful movies I have ever seen. Yes. Ever. Very, I would honestly say this film is gorgeous. It is, each shot in itself is a work of art. 
the this the shot that obviously might come to your mind or something is mm-hmm. the desert, which yep. is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But honestly, and I it's think very orange. It yeah. That shot. So the movie is a lot of blue and orange lighting. It's very evident throughout the movie, mm-hmm. which the original did also. They did. They did. Uh, they copied that from the original. They did a great job of that. Yeah. But um, one of the one of my favorite shots is uh, it's like a blue one. He's uh, he's in the middle of the if you seen the movie you probably know what i'm talking about he's in the middle of the rain it's towards the end and he's just walking mm-hmm. and then he sees this uh this like kind of like ad kind of yeah. thing it's, it's like, like a, a hologram hologram yeah, yeah or a hologram holograph yeah but it's very like uh very stylized and that's yeah. one of my favorite shots of the movie because it's just ryan gosling by himself mm-hmm. and he's just there's no dialogue but there's a little dialogue, but there's no, like, actual yeah. dialogue. And you just, like, it's such a good shot and such a, like, a... The scene is so powerful, if you think about it, in the context. So, some this. some not... Uh, no spoilers context. Something's happened to Ryan Gosling's character. His uh, name's Officer, Officer K. Uh, Officer K. Agent K is an Men in Black. Yeah, this is not Men in Black. <laughs> um, Officer K... Um, He's gone through. He's been through a lot of events. It's towards the end of the end of the movie, and like it's just challenged who he understands who okay, he is. Okay, can we talk about Ryan Gosling in that movie, Officer K? Oh my gosh, goes through a journey. He goes both through physical, a emotional, a me- emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it this, is so many ups and downs. Yeah, and this movie really makes you think of like the first one was like. Well, what does it mean to be alive? And this one mm-hmm. takes it to an even further level. Th- this one, it's almost more like, what does it mean to even be human? Yeah. Like, the first one is definitely what it's like to be alive. But this one, it's, like, totally different. Like, can you be alive and not be human? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, how does that work? It's crazy. So, off of what you were saying about Ryan Gosling. Um, you mean the perfect person? The perfect person. Um, when uh, the director... Danny Villeneuve, when he was coming up with it, his only choice was Ryan Gosling. The character Officer K was written specifically with Ryan Gosling in mind. That's from IMDb's trivia section. It's and it was so perfect. He has the I would say he's Oscar material for best actor. Oh, hands down. I could definitely see that. I, I can think see him winning it. This movie is going to get a lot of Oscar nominations. I believe. Definitely, like. Uh, cinematography cinematography directing mm-hmm. writing the uh who was it i think Ooh, i want to know how long this this manuscript is oh my gosh it's probably like, so it's like one page is typically like one minute of screen time yeah. oh my god in like a amateur film <laughs> so like with the descriptions they must have had for this movie with all those shots uh, it's probably at least what thousand pages it's got to be crazy i have no idea I just imagine myself writing a thousand page essay. I can't even. And I I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, So, some trivia about the movie. Mm -hmm. The character played by... uh, Robin Wright. uh, What is his name? Why can't I remember his name? Harrison Ford. No, no, no. The the guy with the eyes. Um, Oh, uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Jared Leto's character. He's kind of like the owner of the company that's like making the androids yeah his uh his character's name is wallace wallace super creepy uh really weird dude. really good performance it was i mean it's jared leto he's kind of so uh this is this isn't really a spoiler but 
he is trying to like create the next level of replicants, mm-hmm. and so he's got like a kind of like god complex. He calls all of his yeah. servants angels. Yeah, that's uh, true. I didn't even consider that. And he's, he's like, god I'm god a, complex. I'm like, yeah, and he's trying to perfect mm-hmm. like uh, like the replicants uh, throughout the movie, and it's kind of like a like a goose hunt, like goose egg hunt. Goose egg is. An egg, wild Easter goose, egg hunt. Wild goose chase? Yes. Something along those lines. So, um, when they were writing it and while they were doing casting and stuff, um, the original actor that was going to play Wallace mm-hmm. was going to be David Bowie. Oh, yeah, you told me that. I did mention it to you. Yeah, but, like, he died right before they started filming. And, I mean, like... First off, R.I.P. David Bowie. Let's pay our respects. He, I mean... What an amazing person. From, I mean, all the music he did, but also he was in movies like The Prestige. Did you see that movie? I've seen the movie. I didn't know he was in it. He was uh, Tesla. He played the scientist. Yeah, you're going to have to go rewatch it, and it's him. Mm -hmm. And he does a phenomenal performance. He's also in Labyrinth. Yes, of course, Labyrinth. The classic. Classic. That's the only acting role I know David Bowie was in. Oh, yeah. I haven't actually seen that movie. Labyrinth? I really need to watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's a fun movie. Like it, I've seen we, like bits and pieces. If we sit it's down really with good. friends, we'll have a great time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Jared Leto, I knocked it out the park. He did a great job. To be honest, uh, the last performance I've seen Jared Leto is was the Suicide Squad Joker, mm-hmm. and I was not a big fan of it. That I felt like he so overacted. Oh, yeah. oh, it was atrocious. I didn't watch it because uh, I thought it looked really bad. But I felt. Uh, so I I heard stories about how he's like such a me- method actor. Uh-huh. How he sent used condoms to every one of the uh, every cast what? member. <laughs> yeah, he sent used condoms to cast members. Of what? For which movie? For Suicide Squad. All oh, to not pre- Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> no. Uh, and also, he like sent Margot Robbie like a a dead rat or something. I did hear about that one. And That's it's just weird. like he was in the movie for like three minutes tops. And it was like, uh, apparently they cut out a lot of his scenes and he was not too happy about it. It's probably because he like way overacted. Him, maybe. Yeah, he, he was, he was, he was going ham. <laughs> I mean. With the crazy. But like you gotta. And okay. I felt that like Wallace was like a more like refined crazy. Like you could yeah. tell he was, he had like a God complex and like he was very like arrogant and like full of himself. But like, and he was psychotic because like. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm the best kind of thing. And also, in the movie, he has, like, these, like, uh, robot, uh, like, prosthesis. Is that a word? Yeah, I... It's So, basically, he has this thing that, like, can connect, like, little drones that are flying around with, like, cameras on them. Mm-hmm. And, like, and he, it can, like, extend his eyesight. Yeah, to, like, there's something weird with his eyes. I thought was really cool. His eyes look, like, lead. They're, like, ghosted out. Yeah. Like, I, at first, I thought he was blind. Because, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't a good, like, you couldn't see him very well. But then there was, like, a shot in the light where his eyes were just gray. Like, there were no pupils. Mm-hmm. It's all gray. And they're huge. Well, I think that might be part of it. I think what they were going for is he's had, like, he's had this surgery to so that he can see through these drones. Mm-hmm. But he But he can't born. see, I don't think. Because oh. there was never a real time where you saw him, like, just using his sight in the movie. I think... What, oh, um, that I can remember. So there's, like, a part of the movie, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, where he talks to this person alone, and he doesn't use the drones till like, halfway into the conversation. 
You know what I'm talking about? I remember about. what you're talking about, but I don't remember him having but to do anything that you don't, would require yeah, sight was, for that. You don't need to you don't need to see him yeah. because the the like the room where the scene is in is very dark in general. So like right. I don't even think you could see if you had normal eyesight. Okay. But either back to like other topics. Uh Jared, Jared Leto in this movie was great. Um his sidekick kind of thing, his like underling. Yeah. What was her name was Love, I think, in the movie. Uh let me look. Um Yeah. Either love. way. L U V. Yeah, L U V. Um love. basic way of saying love. Um <laughs> Her, she he was, was he was texting when he named her. He's like, love, mm-hmm. you. love you. And there's another replicant named you. You, it's just the letter. Yeah. Yep. Every one of his texts becomes a replicant. <laughs> he's got another replicant that's named BRB and LOL. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's the freak. one that LOLs just laughs. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't know English. Like, it just oh, laughs. This one totally. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about something that I kind of saw before the movie but like we we okay so howie and i like to stay away from trailers like towards the very close of me more than him yes that's true if i know i'm gonna go see a movie i don't watch a single trailer i have not seen a star wars the last jedi trailer yet wow any of them no none of them and i i'm still like i'm dead set of not seeing any hey more power to you man i've seen some of them and it looks pretty good I'll, it'll be interesting. At least. I've seen the poster, which is all over Instagram, which is not cool, by the way. I gotta just <laughs> stay away from You're social have media. To turn off social media the week of the mm-hmm. movie. Okay, so wrapping up here, I think the last thing that I saw was right before the movie came out. I saw on IMDb they released like these cup, like ten minute videos or something. I think it's on IMDb um, about Blade Runner, but I wasn't quite sure what it was, and I didn't really want to watch it just in case it had spoilers. So I didn't check it out, but I looked at it afterwards, and it's three short films. Oh. They're about ten minutes long each, and it links the events between 2019 and 2049 in the Blade Runner world. So the first one is called Blade Runner Blackout 2022. The second one is 2036, Nexus Dawn. And the fourth one is 2048, Nowhere to Run. And so, like, I think the the first one that takes place in 2022 is animated. Mm. And then the second one, 2036, has Jared Leto in it. Okay. And then the third one has um, Dave, uh, what's his last name? Batista? Batista? Dave Batista. Dave Batista in it. And he was in it. The very beginning of the movie, he did his character. He was great. He was really he, good. He messed Ryan Gosling up. <laughs> that first scene was brutal. Yes, amazing uh, intro. Yeah, just it like just all throws you yeah. in the middle. Of You're like, oh, yep, I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. It's... He's he's a Blade Runner, and like it tells you. Dave Bautista? No, no. Ryan Gosling. Ryan he's Gosling. Like, yeah. Ryan Gosling's a Blade Hunter. Dave Bautista's a replicant. Right. You know, he's just doing his job. But it's, it's it a, throws you right into it. Yeah, it's a excellent opening. It's great. All right, so uh, let's end this off with a rating out of ten. What would you give it? Nine point nine. Yeah, I was thinking right about nine point five. There's, I mean, like, I looking back, I can't really think of anything I didn't like about it. 
I can't. I don't see any complaints. I know people say it's like really long, which mm-hmm. I can get. For like I totally understand where they're coming from because yeah. it's all. It's, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Like it. It yeah. It takes you out of reality. Mm-hmm. It really does. It takes you on a journey with it. Yeah, and you just like. You, I can get because we uh, we took our friend with it and he did not understand any yeah. of it. We told he said, "Oh, I've seen the movie. I've seen the first one before." Did not understand a single bit of it. <laughs> we had to explain the entire movie to him on the ride back. Yeah, so we watched a three-hour-long movie, and, and then, then two did, seconds after it ends, the, tra- the the credits come up, and he says to me, "Mason, that was a great movie, but." I am so confused right now. And we're like, what? How did you, how are you so confused for three entire hours? That's crazy. It was crazy. And then we spent 30 minutes explaining the entire plot to him. (laughs) Right after he saw it. It was so great. But yeah, even, even so like basically you don't even need to understand what's going on to like the movie Mm because it's that gorgeous and it's like that creative, you know? It's so great. Oh, man, we didn't even talk about that the, the dream former, or, like, the memory forger. Oh. The memory forger. That whole part, off the charts. Love every second of it. Yeah, oh, it's it a so very, great. it's, oh, my God. The visuals are a 20 out of 10. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, so I have a question for you to wrap this up. Yes. So, in the next 30 years, do you think there's going to be eight versions of this movie? <laughs> eight Eight versions of mm-hmm. it? You know, like a final cut. Oh, like, yeah, okay, so in, with the original one, they had the last, the final cut came out in, like, 2003 or something? 2007. 2007. Mm-hmm. So, so it came out very recently. What, 25 10 years, years ago. 25 years after the original 25 came 25 years out. after the original movie. And there was, what, four versions of the movie that came out? I think it was at least three. At least three, yeah. I think they had theatrical, directors, and then the final cut. Uh-huh. Well, I think that this one is its own final cut. I think this is a all of it concise, yeah, very like great movie overall. Yeah, I don't know what else they could have added. I feel like if you add anything, it's gonna just tarnish. Like there's a part of marginal returns. Yep, and it's just that's we're at the peak for this movie. Okay, well this is uh, our first episode. Yeah, this uh, is... If we're bad, let us know what we can improve on, please. Leave a comment. We're on SoundCloud. We'll right be on now. Tw- we'll be on Twitter soon, hopefully. Um, and then in... Prob- if this goes well, you know, three weeks from now, we're going to be full-time podcasters. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. We'll drop out. That'll be the day. <laughs> All right. All right, bye. Bye.